Welcome to Activations with JJ, where we explore this amazing time of shift, ascension, and spiritual awakening with open minds and expanded hearts. Thanks for joining me on this incredible journey. Hello, so glad to have you with me for this episode. I am JJ of Activations with JJ. And I can't wait to spend this little bit of time with you and co-create as we always do. So again, thanks for joining me. Before we get started, I just wanted to add in a little note to you. I do believe that, even though it sounds a little weird, (laughs) that um, when we leave a footprint on social media or somehow like engage with like a content that's of a certain energy, that it can help that energy expand like attracts like. And so I just thought in my mind when I was checking through um, the podcast on Apple Podcasts that it would be awesome if you could just leave a little review for me and give me five stars and uh, maybe a little comment because mainly it will help me be able to get my podcast to more people who are looking for this type of vibration. So it is kind of funny to look at, I guess you could call it marketing from a spiritual perspective, but really all it is, is putting out a certain energy and a certain vibration. And then knowing that people will be attracted to that if it resonates with them. So anyhow, I would never, I never remember to say that. And so I thought I would just add that in really quick here before we get started. If you could just do that. I'll probably add it in at the end too, because that's a good time for you to just close out the podcast episode and click on your little Apple Podcasts five stars. So thank you guys so much for your support and for listening. And as I always say, for co-creating with me, because in order for there to be a speaker, there has to be some listener somewhere, right? And that's the role that you guys are filling for me or filling here in this, in this kind of interchange. And so anyhow, I just thought I would get started. I There is a lot of change. Speaking of change, I said the word change and that just really introduced this episode. Change is abound and change is coming and shifting is coming. And we've known that for a really long time. There's been lots of changes happening. I'm recording this podcast just right after the, so almost a week after the 2020 presidential elections, well, elections period, but in particular, the heated 2020 presidential election. And without getting into a ton of politics, I know it's a time of shift. And I kind of measure uh, people and candidates by the energy that they put off, particularly by the words that they use. Words have vibrations and they're powerful. And so when I see lower vibrational words being used and phrases and content or or conversation that is steeped in fear, then that's not my thing. I don't want to really engage with that. So I tend to be drawn to conversations that talk about uh, higher vibrational things, and that's what I've chosen to do. Sometimes neither side has that, or I guess you could say if you're looking at it like a two-party system type thing. And so I just have to go my own way. I talked about that last week about being calm in the chaos, sometimes unplugging from social media in order to not uh, receive that and not interact with that. So anyhow, uh, that's just kind of my two cents on it. 
anyway, I thought I would just go ahead and get started with more Dolores Cannon because last episode I did talk about some of the excerpts from the Convoluted Universe book three that I had come across when I was recently reading it. I'd highlighted some different areas. So I went back to look at some of the, I had several areas highlighted, by the way. That's why you should read it. It's an awesome book. If you feel drawn to it, I highly suggest you getting it. It comes in a Kindle or you can get a hard copy, but Kindle's so easy. You can just download it right now and, and start perusing it. But anyhow, so I thought I would touch on this particular topic of the old earth and the new earth. I've mentioned before in previous episodes that that is a pretty 3D way of looking at it, but that's how I'm presenting it because it's sometimes easier for us to capture with our minds and the way they work. If you want to explore the idea of multi-dimensions and multi-earths and multi-timelines and all that, I totally encourage you to do so, to go into meditation, to ask spirit yourself for those things. Today we're going to talk about what Dolores Cannon mentions in her book, and she just talks about it as an old and a new earth. Now, many people ask, am I on the old earth? <laughs> Which earth am I on? Which What's going to happen to this earth? And what's going to happen, again, what's going to happen to the old earth, like I just said. So which earth am I on? How do I get onto the new earth or how do I shift? And what's going to happen to the old earth? So last week I talked about, or the last episode, if you're not listening to this that way, I talked about bridges and I talked about your people have roles as to be bridges from one energy, from the old energy to the new energy. Some of us do. I feel like I do. And I felt like that for so long. It was so hard to articulate. And I'd have so many energy sessions where I had visions of, they were like symbolic. It was like a symbolic vision of me doing a certain, um, have in a certain event occurring or me taking upon myself a certain action or a certain role. It was almost like watching myself on a TV show in a certain role, one that I would never one that I would never take on here on this planet, like in real life, it was like, you know, whether it be like I was in a battle or something different like that. But uh, the the role was, it was kind of a message now that I look back on it. The vision was like a message. It was a symbol of, of, of my calling, my mission here on earth, what I've chosen to do. And... Since I'm mentioning that, I think I'll just take that on a small side note. Um, there's so many ways spirit talks to us. And oftentimes it is through symbolism. It's through symbolism in things you read or see or visions you might have while you're in meditation. It's all, so much of it is symbolic. And I want you to ponder that for a second. Think about symbols that you've seen or, or uh, witnessed recently and maybe write those down. Or if you haven't written them down and you can't remember them, but you just remember having something happen to you, I encourage you to take a moment and write those things down. Write those things down to capture those things so you can go back. They don't, the meaning doesn't always come to me right away. Sometimes I'm really perplexed and I'll take it with me to like a session with an intuitive healer or energy coach that I might have and I'll want to explore it more. I'll just hold an intention. Like I'll go to a sound bath and I'll hold the intention. Like I want to explore this more and spirit will reveal more to me. Like uh, the knowledge will come into my mind. Again, I just really encourage you to write things down that come up because they're not by chance. 
I've talked to you guys about this before with regards to like double numbers or just co- like synchronicities, synchronicities. And again, uh, I see those as symbolic sometimes in their ways uh, that the spirit uses to communicate with us. So back to the topic at hand, uh, I feel like my role has been abridged between the new and the old, but let's talk about the new and the old, what's going to happen and either what's happening or what's going to happen. And you can explore this more. I never say that my words or what I read from Dolores Cannon is like the gospel truth. We create our own realities anyway. So if something here resonates with you, then take it, run with it, ask more about it, explore it. It's it's definitely for you. It's like clay in your hands. It's for you to mold and shape the way that you need to. The What, uh, what she brings up is... Uh, some of the conclusions that she's drawn or observations that she's been able to make based on several of the sessions that she had. Now, I remember saying this before. I already forgot. I think this book was written in 2008. <sighs> I already forgot from last episode, but I think this book was written in 2008. So I'm just reminding you of that. So a couple of the things that she talks about is that uh, the earth is kind of ridding itself of its own karma by cleansing itself, like with floods, tsunamis, earthquakes, eruptions. And it is going to reincarnate into another existence in a way, if you like to see it that way. A pristine, beautiful, perfect new environment where it can start anew. That's what it says directly from the book. The, the interesting thing that the book points out and that Dolores mentions is that the old world is headed for destruction. Okay, now I know we've all thought about literally the planet just exploding or nuclear, whatever. However, I really like what it says because it says that it cannot be total physical destruction of the planet itself because that would cause disruption in the vibratory fields of other planetary bodies and dimensions in the universe. So the earth is not going to just like explode and be gone into bits and pieces. That would reverberate. That would have like a chain reaction and a domino effect would occur that would... uh that would impact other parts of the galaxy universe. I've, I've read that before and I've heard that before and I think I've mentioned it here before. But um, how, so what do we do? So what does the earth do? The earth, it has a sovereignty and has choice and the earth has chosen as she, she observes, this is her opinion, the earth has chosen to split off into two worlds, leaving those who want to continue to live in fear and violence to continue on the old earth and then creating a new home environment for those who want to progress. So those two types of people cannot live side by side anymore because things have changed too much. So the vibra- uh, the vibration and frequency has to be changed. You know, everything is energy. You, it, it, you know, when things are denser, they're vibrating at a, a very low frequency. When things are less dense, they're vibrating at a higher frequency. And as long as everything, it it says in the book, as long as everything and everyone on earth is vibrating at the same low, slow frequency, things will be, things will stay the same. The frequency has to be raised so the earth can split off and enter a new dimension. And it says it is the same thing that happens to our own earth bodies. Um, She's talking about actually dying, right? Um, So... She's just saying like the earth is the same thing's happening to the earth. The earth is transitioning. So do we have to die 
in order to transition with the new earth. I don't believe so. I don't believe so. She never mentions that. She just says that the humans have to raise their vibrations. And I believe that those involved with this transition, those helping us from other dimensions and those in spirit, um, higher vibration is one way you could put it. It's a little more complicated than maybe they, they even thought it would be. Um, but karma will be left with the old earth. It just it doesn't exist in the new earth. So it a lot a lot of times with Dolores Cannon mentions and, and in fact not just Dolores Cannon but those those talking uh, in those her clients that are that are going through the QHHT that are under hypnosis and speaking uh, the subconscious may be speaking through them um, talk about the hundredth monkey syndrome or uh, it talks about a point where critical mass is reached right. So if we have enough of a positive of a, of a positive higher vibration come into the planet, then it tips those scales a little bit and allows for that vibration and frequency to happen and the new earth will be born. Now, I, I, I kind of want to explore this a little bit because I do believe that we can all receive, you know, information about this kind of stuff just on our own asking and and I always like to I mean I don't think it's taking it too lightly because I think the universe has like a, uh, a sense of joy and I don't think everything is so grave so I, I feel like sometimes it's kind of fun to explore these things so uh, I kind of want to channel a little bit about this because my question would be right now at this very moment in time what's happening you know, Dolores Cannon wrote this book in 2008. What's happening right now? Where are we at right now? I know a lot of people have questions about this. I'm already laughing because Spirit is already sending me <laughs> some really fascinating information. So I will share that with you right now. So I am getting the impression that this question is kind of funny because Spirit is saying, listen, Everybody who's listening to your podcast is even at a slightly different vibration. So when you answer a question like this, you can't answer it in a blanket way for everybody who's listening because it's their choice. If they're tapping into your vibration, then you might be the same as them, but then your vibration is going to create your reality. So you're going to be at one of these shades of shift. So again, spirit is trying to teach me what I already mentioned earlier, which is it's not like old to new. It's so much more nuanced than that. And I've always felt that way. There's so much nuance to it that there's so many shades of, of gray, maybe we should say like between black and white, right? If you can look at it that way. And it's really what you want it to be. So we've always been taught, and even when we approach the idea of the shift and spiritual awakening, spiritual ascension, we've been taught um, in other aspects of society and other structures of society that what we that that shifts that we make and changes that occur are are sort of imposed upon us okay there we've been taught that they're imposed upon us by outside forces and that we are I don't want to say victims but basically victims to that or we are kind of like the little puppets being played with and that we we just have to 
go with whatever that the more powerful ones are doing or saying or 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 the actions that they're sort of creating and spirit is just affirming so much to me right now that we have the power to create what we're doing where we're at what vibration of the earth we want to be part of um you know it's it's so much it's so much related to what we dwell on right our thoughts create our reality so what we're thinking about and what we're again I've told you guys what we're consuming but what we're thinking about and where we put our sights and where we put our energy and so that's why I think the answer is not like is not cut and dry like where is the new earth world where where do you want to be in this new earth stop looking on websites and Nostradamus's predictions and what everybody else has said about what it's going to be like and start centering yourself and creating what you want it to be like. Me personally, I can share with you what my vision for the new earth would be. And it might help you, it might speak to you and connect with you in a way that'll help you create your way too. Not in a way that will tell you this is the gospel truth and this is what it's going to be like. And you don't have any other say in it. Like you're just a little a little peon that has to be here and experience this. You have no freedom to choose it. That's wrong. That's not That's not how the universe works, right? That's what we've been taught by outside forces and by structures of power. But we don't have to play that game, right? We don't have to play that game anymore. And it's going to be weird because I don't know how to say this, but it's like, I'm just kind of seeing it. It's like, it's almost like sandboxes. Okay. So you're going to see, you're going to sit here on this planet and you're going to play in your calm, peaceful sandbox. And it's funny because I see one of those, oh, I can't think of the name of what they are. Those Japanese um, little gardens. Why is that name escaping me? Where you like use the rake (laughs) in the garden, right? You can get those little ones for your desk. And then you just like use the little rake and you make shapes in the sand and it's supposed to be calming. I see a sandbox like that for me because that's what I want. And I see myself being creative and creating things. And and I see so much creativity and building and, and just awesome things. And then I see that I can take my little telescope and I can see um, some other people playing in a sandbox over, you know, a ways away that aren't really close to me, but I can see them with my little telescope and I can observe what they're doing. And wow, they're going a little crazy. They're just flinging it at each other. They're building stuff up and then stomping all over it. And they're just creating this really messy sandbox that's got a lot of, uh, could be low vibrational energy if you want to look at it that way, or they're kind of afraid of each other there. So they're not They're not holding space for each other to develop their potentials and they're not seeing that, okay? And that's what they want, right? Because their higher self is always there. But that's that's the experience that they want to have. They want to have the experience in that sandbox. And then I see some people, they've got a telescope and they're looking over at my sandbox and they're going, huh, I kind of like that sandbox. I think I want to get over there. And guess what? Who's holding you to the sandbox you're in? No nobody 
you are choosing which sandbox to play in. So you, guess what? One of those people over there, they can just hop over that border. And because it's a little ways away, the distance they can walk from, or maybe they've kind of been looking at that sandbox through that telescope, and it's, it's helping their brain adjust to that new way. And so they'll be playing in their old sandbox, and then they'll just kind of take their telescope and look over and go, hmm, there's that other way. That other way kind of looks interesting. I don't know about that other way. It's different, but it looks interesting. And so by the time they, they've traveled, right, they've walked over, journeyed over to the new sandbox, they're kind of like used to those ideas. So it's not such a huge jolt. It's not just a shock to them to enter this world where, oh my goodness, they're not like stomping all over each other's creations and castles. And they're like holding space for everybody to do their thing and to create their thing. And so that's kind of how I see it. That's kind of a, a sort of parallel I can draw for you guys, a little picture I can paint. Uh, because sometimes it's hard for us to capture how everything works. And, and I don't know if that resonates with you, but it's just one way to look at it. It's one way to see that one, we are not the victims of this earth's experience that we're on. We're the empowered creators and influencers and energetic beings that have sovereignty to, to create whatever wavelength we want to and to hold space for others to do the same or to, to hold space for others to to do something similar and you know if you want to explore more like what i mentioned like i'm a bridge i feel like i'm a bridge know some of your roles and kind of understand that a little better no one is keeping you from doing that no one is you have the answers within you now you can go to a an intuitive person I provide that service for some people. My goal is to always help them access it. By, by the time I'm done with everything, my goal is to have them access it, to invite them and teach them and show them how to access it themselves. But at some point, we realize that we uh, fall into a trap of thinking that, I don't want to say trap because I actually don't want to judge it, but we, we shift back and forth. We're fluid, right? We'll, we'll kind of fall into that sandbox over there. And then we'll want to come back to this other one. And, and as now spirit is, is telling me this, as the transition is happening, we're still in a period where there's a lot of fluidity and the separation is, Ooh, I'm kind of seeing this right now. I'm seeing, oh, I'm trying to access my simple biology knowledge from like high school or college. I can't remember. Mitosis is the word that's coming through. I think that's when a cell splits, okay? And if I have that word wrong, I'm really, really sorry, but that's the idea. Now, if you remember taking basic biology and you remember seeing how a cell divides, there is a point where it's got two nucleuses, but it's still connected, right? you can still see it's connected. And this, again, spirit is telling me, this is a very basic elementary way of explaining it. But we are in a time frame where there is still a moving back and forth. Now, I may be just saying, talking for myself, speaking for myself, right? Because I already told you that we create our own. And if I'm saying this to you, then maybe I'm just referring to my own. 
we can get really like particular about that, but you guys know the main idea, the main over the overarching principle. Um, so I see it that we're still able to move back and forth, right? Like there's still two nuclei and we can go from one to the other um, because the cell wall hasn't split yet. Now, I feel like there will come a time where that cell wall will be more defined and there will be more of a, of a boundary, I guess you could say. Now, if you look at it as, as in we, we have freedom to do and move wherever we want, then you might say, well, so what if there's a boundary? I'll still be able to travel back and forth. No, that's true. That could be true. I'm just trying to tell you what I see visually, like in, in my imagination, I'm seeing this. My, this separation, this division of the cell, and I'm seeing that right now, it's still connecting that that cell wall, still enveloping both nuclei. At some point, however, it will begin to separate, and that's going to be so fascinating to witness. So fascinating to witness. I am just extremely thankful for choice. And for our sovereignty that allows us to create our experience. And as you explore your true essence, you will begin to bring forth a reality that resonates more with the core of who you are. If you feel like right now the reality that you're in is not, is out of sync with the core of who you are, don't necessarily judge it. Don't necessarily say, I failed to create that reality. Why don't you just see it as in, as if you're experiencing something a little different, right? It's all about experience and expansion. And expansion comes by experiencing many different vibrations, okay? So I just want to reiterate that because I do feel we can get judgy with ourselves. We can beat up, beat up ourselves a little bit and our humanity comes through like so much of what I'm talking about. I just always want to remind you, we're humans, okay? Like we don't always, right? At least I don't, I can speak for myself, live on this high spiritual level. Like I have to go to like a nine to five job. Like I, I don't know, maybe I'm creating it. So I guess I, I've chosen to go to it. Um, I, my goal for the future is not to do that, is, is a different, is a different, um, career situation, is a different career situation and you can create the same. It's all reliant upon the energy that you put into creating. It's all reliant upon that. And so I feel like if I were to give some wisdom, impart some wisdom maybe, it would be that as within, so without. You've heard that many, 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 many times. If we aren't quiet within and creating a peaceful environment within, then it will struggle to be manifested on the outside of us. The more we create the quiet within, the more the quiet without will manifest. The more our reality 
will become a world where it's safe and secure, where there's peace, where there's space to create and to fulfill that need we all have to create and to do so in an abundant, abundant space where what we need is always at our fingertips. So just let that soak in for a moment. Just maybe take a breath, close your eyes, allow those thoughts and those observations to bounce off, to ping off of that little truth detector inside you and decide whether or not you want to hold that too. Well, whether or not you want to hold that belief as well and whether that's how you want your reality, what you want your reality to be based in. So as far as day-to-day actions that you can take, I feel like the audience who is listening to me right now knows what those tools are. Knows what those tools are. And at this moment in time, I'm going to set an intention and send any supportive vibrations that I can to you to help you on your journey and to generate space for you as well. Like I think we're all, it's a collective deal, guys. So I'm just I'm just going to say I I hold that intention that you will be able to access that peace inside of you more often. And I'm holding that intention for myself as well. And I do want to follow up on it with you in in a subsequent episode. But if I were to leave you with anything, it's, it's that centering peace feeling. So as I depart and, and close out this episode, I just want to remind you that as always, the light in me truly does honor the light in you. Namaste. And in addition to that, <laughs> I'll just remind you one more time, if you wouldn't mind just rating the podcast, just taking a moment to rate the podcast, maybe leave a little comment. I would love that feedback. As much as I can feel it energetically, sometimes the physical feedback is awesome too. So thank you so much, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. <laughs>